Well, Sam, it's the it's the 23rd of December. It is. We just had a wonderful meal. We did. The the nice sofrito that the, you prepared was excellent. The the pole is here in all of its glory. It is. We're gonna air some grievances later. Feats yes, of we strength. Are. It's gonna be a lovely day, <laughs> Sammy. It's Festivus, a holiday for the rest of us. <laughs> Let's start the show. There you go. Happy Festivus, everybody. Hello and welcome to the Drunkard United Football Show. A completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the festive Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing? Not too bad. I uh, just got some new uh, nip ornaments there. Uh, <laughs> put myself in the holiday mood. You are just an odd one. Uh, we are recording at Studio H, just outside our nation's capital. You can check us out on uh, all podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and please share with your friends. It helps a lot. Should you want to chat with us, there's many ways that you can. Sammy, tell the good people how they can get in touch with us. Sure. Uh, we're dufootballshow at gmail.com and at dufootballshow on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And as always, you can slide right in those DMs and we will be there to talk. Talk shit back. Or you can just drive your happy ass over here, <laughs> sit down on the couch and hang out with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our first in-studio guest with us. It is our buddy Rob, who has uh, created our logo and is also the man of lore that we speak of with the left foot that is a lightning bolt. Robbie, how you doing, brother? What's going on, guys? Hey, what's so, happening? So, uh, Robbie is also a uh, stupid gooner. I apologize in advance for whatever spews from his mouth. So, uh, so Rob, uh, how's how's the day going for you? It's going well. I'm a little uh, a little nervous, but excited to interact with you two jokers. Excellent, very good. So, <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry. We both have a deep, passionate love for distilled spirit, and so as the red-blooded Americans we are, all three of us. Vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Yep. Samuel Graham, what are we drinking today? Sure. We have Douglas and Todd, a, bur- a small batch bourbon. It's a four-year-old bourbon whiskey made in Minnesota. A um, little bit of rye on the mash bill, so you do have a nice little peppery finish to it with that good bourbon sweetness up front. It'll run you about 37 to 42 bucks on the shelf. Um, good little product. Yeah, bears, bears repeating again. Um, everybody always kind of thinks, oh, bourbon only comes from Kentucky. That's a falsehood. You can make it anywhere in the United States as long as it's got that 51% uh, corn mash build. Yep. As long as it's distilled twice, not over a buck sixty, and aged in brand new American white oak. That's you can, been charred. Yep. You can call it. You can call it bourbon. It comes from anywhere. So, uh, boys, let's have a great show. Let's do it. I feel really far away today. Aww. <laughs> Sam, only in your mind. <laughs> what? This started uh, well. What an effing weekend, Sammy. Uh, the top four had some ups, had some downs. Uh, the Reds extend their lead. Spurs look solid, and two teams lost. The first one: Crystal Palace three, Manchester City two. <laughs> Sammy, what did you think? Uh, City were well in front and took the lead uh, through Ilkey Gundogan. Throughout the game, almost 80% possession. Um, and I can't believe I'm saying it, but Palace were just more ruthless. Um, they only had three shots on targets, three goals, job done. City never made it out of first gear. I was, um, I was four. They put one off the pipe. 
Okay, well, yeah. the, the Premier League app had the stats listed as only uh, oh, yeah. three shots on target. Yeah, they put, so. they, that was the uh, commentator said halftime and mentioned they had you know, one on I got you. one off the pipe. They were like, yeah, three shots, one off the pipe and two goals. Yeah, but it just seemed like um, Crystal Palace brought the shrink wrap and uh, put it over the face of the goal because – City just had nothing going. I don't. I don't know what was. It just wasn't their day. Just didn't bring their shooting boots. I. I don't think it's just that simple. They were sleepwalking. There was no inspiration yeah. from that city side. That did not look like a side that wanted to win the Premier League. No, it didn't. Um, it looked like a side that was, for the first time in a very long time, not in first place. No. And now they don't know what to do about it. Yeah. What, you know? What's the yeah, answer? It's like the pressure's getting to them. Um, and Andrews Townsend, uh, as you Whoa. were gonna, we were talking about pre-show, was the phenomenal strike. But then, as you alluded to earlier, the uh, the defense he played, his defense was was was, was better than the strike. Yeah, I mean that 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 strike is that. That was a worldie. amazing. Worldie. But he ran end line to end line on the same side of the field that Sane was on, and Sane got zippy crosses, nothing at all, right. And all the subs that they tried to put in with De Bruyne and then with well, De Bruyne um, had a lovely Morris. goal himself. Yeah. Um, but it was, was it, it really a goal? Well, it, it was, was it was a cross. It was one of those cross shots where I'm going to just fire into this dangerous area. The goalkeeper could jump and spill it, you know, I a la Jordan Pickford. Um, the uh, it could, a la Allison too. It could find <laughs> it could find uh, you know a city head at the back post. It could go in. It could hit the post and just cause havoc. I mean, he put it in the dangerous area. It just happened to catch a top corner. I mean, you still you, beautiful. You could spill a goal like uh, good old Walt back in the uh, <laughs> League Cup to uh, Birmingham, was it, that you lost to 1-0? Yeah, I think that's Yeah, yeah. Okay, so lots of people can drop a ball. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> um, and then Milivojevic, again, from the from the penalty spot was, you know, yeah. al- almost automatic. I mean, out, but, but the second half, it was, what, like – 80% possession to 20% possession. At and the, the, that's what they had it listed for the whole game. I think it was 78.4% for City. And there was a Jesus header that went over the bar. There was one off the pipe, and there's De Bruyne's goal. That was it. Yeah, they had, there two, was they had two other shots on goal. But, I mean, they, they took 19 shots, uh, but had a lot of them, you know, blocked or or wayward, uh, as you guys did last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was. Um, same sort of thing where they had a ton of a ton of possession, a ton of shots, but nothing on target pretty much. Um, and everything was fairly easy for Palace to handle. So um, interesting uh, interesting stat here. The first non the first loss for City uh, to a non top four side since the 2016-2017 season where uh, they lost to uh, Everton 4-0 at, at Goodison, which will be the only positive thing I have to say about Everton today. Well, and besides that, that was their first home loss at all for 18 months. Yeah. Um, since the end of that season, I think in the spring, uh, they lost, I believe it was Leicester, uh, on their way to the title. Um, got out to an early 3-0 lead, uh, a couple of Vardy goals, and ended up winning like 4-1, if I remember correctly. Now what? Now they just, you know, try to remember how to hit the clutch and change gears, you know. They need to – they still dominated the game. They just have to get out of first gear. They have to not be asleep, you know. They're – you know, this is attuned to having a race car and then driving at five miles an hour on the shoulder of the road was the performance they put in, you know, where they were, you know, doing 150 on the Autobahn all season. 
You know, they just have to get that speed back up and, and you know, get their ruthlessness back. I think they'll be fine. Um, but, I mean, we'll see. The, the festive period comes quick. They're not going to have a long time to recover. They need to figure it out fast. And, and they've got uh, Liverpool coming to visit them real soon. Oh, yeah. And they've got Tottenham uh, br- uh, breathing down their necks now, too, for that second spot. A- absolutely. You absolutely. Know? So, um, Friday Night Lights, we had uh, Liverpool 2, Wolverhampton 0. Um, Sal- uh, Salah gets the uh, goal in the first half. But, honestly, watching that game, Wolverhampton had the better chances despite – Possession being dominated by Liverpool. Oh yeah, in that I mean first Liber- Liverpool were shaky um, and uncharacter uh, uncharacteristically sloppy with the ball. Um, I think of Fabinho a couple times, basically put them in three on two, and then one was a two on one, um, giving the ball away in his own half. Uh, you know that against a better team, they do that against City. They do that against uh, you know the new unshackled United. Um, they'd be made to pay for it, so they're gonna have to tighten that back up. Um, the uh, interesting thing I, f- I found in this match was for Liverpool, this was a good test for them now being at the top of the table, going to a, a side that's very feisty at home, that's already knocked out a top four team yep. at home. Yeah. They, they were challenged. They answered the call. It wasn't their best effort, but it was They did points. enough to get over the line. Yeah, that's and that's really all you need in, in a lot of these instances. Um. But the other thing is Wolves have, have been in good form. What was it, three on the bounce they've won? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was never going to be easy for Liverpool, but they survived the couple of scares they had, and at the end of the day, it was their two best players uh, that, that delivered the win for them. So if Liverpool is, in fact, going to win the Premier League, really this first week of January is going to be when it all happens. They've got um, home to Arsenal and away mm-hmm. to City. Yep. I mean, that's... I mean, I hate to say that the title's already decided, but this is really what's going to determine it. It could, I mean, yes, absolutely. They, they still have to finish out the rest of the year, obviously, but this will really set the stage yeah, for and the, what it's going to be. They'll still have games against Chelsea. They'll still have games against Spurs. So there are still you know, potential banana skins to, to drop points later in the season. Um, but giving themselves the City game especially, um, if they can win that, you know, say both teams win till they get there, um, winning that game and giving them a seven-point lead, <clears throat> excuse me, at this stage of the season would be huge. It would. I I think it would pretty much wrap it up for them. You know, uh, it's, it's it's possible. I but mean, a you major never know. injury can happen. Something shocking. Fabinho can happen, of might course. slip like Gerard did. You yeah, never know. One one could hope. Um, so that's a, another fun little stat for you, Sam. Um, on Christmas Day over the last nine seasons, whoever's in first place has won eight, the title. Eight of the last nine times. You know who didn't do it. Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. 2014, and that would be uh, Gerard's beautiful slip. (laughs) Against Chelsea. One of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life was that I would say that he was walking alone at that moment, but he he wasn't walking. (laughs) No, no, he was on the ground, flopping around as as, as Chelsea went running by. Some might say the original Neymar. Ah, uh, I don't know why I'm helping you out. So Y'all we got have, burned like a Yule log today. Thanks, I appreciate that. Now we um we also had another big upset as well. Um, the Foxes go to Stamford Bridge and win one nil off the foot of who? Sammy? Jamie, Jamie Effin Vardy. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were talking about upsets. I thought we were going to United uh, to United Cardiff. <laughs> 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 so, I, um, but no, Leicester, uh, Leicester and Chelsea. Chelsea absolutely dominated. Uh, oh my God, they owned it that entire game. It was ridiculous. They struck the post a couple times, hit the crossbar once. 
Schmeichel um, made a couple of big Schmeichel saves. Schmeichel had a couple of huge saves. Uh, but again, as a la City, it just wasn't their day. Just uh, nothing was going into the back of the net. Kind um, of kind of back to beckoning back to the year that Leicester won the title. It's like, okay, we'll withstand all the pressure you want to give us. You give us one counterattack. Yep. We're going to put the ball up. Vardy's oh, yeah. going to beat you with his legs, and, and he's going to score. Boom. And, I mean, that's that simple. Yep. Yeah. It was that easy, too. And that that's all it was, a, a beautiful little through ball. Um, and Vardy just on the turn, didn't even look up, just knew exactly where he was, one touch back of the net. It's um, the... For for Lester, this is exactly what we've been saying now for the past couple of weeks is you cannot predict what this team is going to do. Right. You're absolutely right. You know, it's oh it's okay. gonna be an up and down season and um around the holidays, of course, you know, you never it, it's always more emotional. I wanna uh, say they're well. losers of three in a row and then they go to the bridge and win. Like yeah. go figure. Well, right, exactly. You know? They just had it, you know. They they got themselves up for it. They were together. They were a unit. They were solid um, for the most part. And they came out with the three points. Very, very interesting weekend, though. I think we're starting to see some separation between the, uh, between the top four teams. Yep. I, I would agree with that. All right, Sam, let's go ahead and get into uh, our two sides. One team played a football match, and the other team... I- <laughs> Don't know exactly what the f*** to call it, to be quite honest with you. Uh, a shellacking. Um, let's uh, go- would be what I would call it. Let, let's go ahead and get right into that one, the one that just happened that uh, left me leaving lots of desperate memes on our uh, Twitter feed of, yeah, and- of me wanting to die and fall into a hole and play in traffic. Or You know, normally I would take a lot of pleasure in you all getting stomped this bad, but it was Tottenham that did it. Yeah, yeah. So I can't really be too happy about it. I'm just more, you know how when your father used to be angry at you or something and it wasn't that bad, but when he would look at you and say he was disappointed? Yeah. That's how I feel about you and your yeah, boys right now. Disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very disappointed in you. I'm, I'm shot an alert for Houston? Is that, can I do that? <laughs> sure. Yeah, please, so. please do, Rob. Please do. Pour me a shot of Malort because, uh, as, as we know, I have uh, – I have my team has lost. Um, by the way, everybody, uh, Tottenham six, Everton two. Yeah, um, we give up a half a fucking dozen goals because we <laughs> suck. Um, you know, I, it's I, what, what 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 can I say? I can say former Arsenal man Theo Walcott scores. Yes, he does. So <laughs> so so what else? So what else can I say? Everton is poop. What was that, Tegan? Can, would you mind repeating that, please? Everton is poop. Your daughter is wise beyond her years, Sam. I know. Tell me about it. Um, uh, <laughs> she is. Also, um, this will be released on Christmas Eve, so make sure you check out our Facebook Live. She's going to be predicting a three, I think, again, uh, Boxing Day games. Oh, fantastic. Uh, so check that out uh, later on this evening. Yes, and have her pro- probably pick games better than us because now that it's the holiday season, who effing knows? Just yeah. throw a dart at the board and <laughs> maybe it gets right. Um, so Everton take a one nothing lead. Yeah, through Theo Walcott. Yeah. Um, Actually scored a hat trick on my wedding day oh, uh, yeah? for Arsenal. Yeah. Oh, well, he yep. scored scored against Spurs, so I'm sure that made you happy. Yeah, it did. And, it did uh, very much so. And then um, after that, Son scored. Uh, <laughs> after well, Kurt well, well, Zuma well, well, and Jordan Pickford decided to have a cuddle on the 18 yard line. <laughs> let's 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 also keep in mind that it should have been two nil. I it's. 
Calvin Lewin Still definitely six to three. Calvin Lewin definitely put a nudge <laughs> on on hashtag truth, but it just flustered, <laughs> flustered. <sighs> no, it's just I can't I can't effing talk about my team is what it is because you all just keep stomping all over me. But I mean, fine. It's what? look. Very simply put, that's what is, you did to me when is, we lost to Southampton. Is that game could have been well? I mean, I mean, at least I lost to a quality side. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Um, we we had the opportunity to be up two nil. Some refs would call that. Some refs wouldn't call that. So I'm I'm not gonna debate it. I will say as a whole, and this is not a reflection of the game because flat out Spurs gave us a whooping and we did not play inspired. But I will say. The refereeing was exceptionally inconsistent. Yeah. It was not a very well officiated game. There was a lot of, you know, offsides on one end, but not offsides on the other end. Who, like who Song, took Song, of it? Uh, I don't know who they uh, had referees for the for the match, but it was the the um, Paul Song. Tierney. Who? Paul Tierney. It was this Neil Warnock's uh, trainee referee? It, it might have been. Guy? It might have been. I've never heard that name pretty, before. It was pretty goddamn bad. Yeah, I've uh, never sorry, heard Russ. that name before. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Rob. That's uh, I, I've uh, Rob is also a man of faith, and uh, I you know drop f bombs all the time. But then I drop a GD every once in a while, and our, our friend Russ is like, "You understand that? Like that's way worse than saying the f word, right?" Yep, exactly. So every time I do it now, I try to apologize. <laughs> um, it just it, it honestly it, it's very simple. Kane scored a brace. Son scored a brace. Ali scored. Erickson scored. The first time all four of them scored in a match together. Um, one of the worst defeats uh, in quite a while for Everton. I think the last time we gave up more than six goals at home was uh, Chelsea six to three. And then, gosh, I want to say like ten years ago we gave up seven to you in an opener. Um, I remember that. And it's it's. Gilvy scored great. Theo scored great. Whatever. It's really frustrating and disappointing to see a team that you know has the talent and you're waiting for them to get over the next step. And every time they get to that next step, they throw up all over themselves. Because the problem is no one in your forward line besides Richarlison has really shown any consistency ever. And I include Theo Walcott in that, which is why I was kind of happy to get rid of him. Yeah. And Shank Tosun, for whatever reason, can't adapt to the Premier League. Yeah, well, he's so, also not getting an opportunity. I'd rather see him. I thought we were going to spend a little bit more time on how Song pulled his pulled his Willie out and just jizzed all over you after uh, oh. y'all had that nice little cuddle at the eighteen. That was a brilliant finish. All right, well, he, yes. Pickford Pickford shouldn't have came out of the box. Pickford should have stayed home. At, oh, you're killing me. Pickford should have stayed home. Also, though, Pickford, well, when he... Lord just came back up. No, I haven't even drank it yet. Oh. Uh, here. <laughs> F*** you. There it is. You see this, Sam? I'm able to talk after I do a shot of Malort. Unlike your bitch ass, I start going, Phil, Phil, I can't, oh my God, I can't, hey, I can't well, do it. Oh! You know, can yeah. I just, can I also say something real quick? Uh-huh. You're used to it because you've had to drink a fifth so far this this season. <laughs> that was my first time in twenty odd games, so I'm, I don't know what to tell I'm, you. I'm I'm a man and can drink it. Burns. So <laughs> that burns. That's so burn. So uh, Rob the Malort that is. R- Rob as a uh, being a huge loser. Uh, as 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 an Arsenal 
as an Arsenal fan yourself, um, does it disappoint you to see another Arsenal fan that's just like a bitchy little girl like uh, <laughs> Sam Graham is? Uh, we we Arsenal fans are a very diverse group of people, so I I have to I got my boys back on this one. Okay, you very be... politically answered. Well done. <laughs> um, so gets a little gets a little gray in the beard, and all of a sudden he's a congressman. Jesus. So the, the, the it was it was it was a huge gaffe, and and then after that you could tell Pickford was shooken. Um, he you know he shook. <laughs> That's not a word. He was shook. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the goal the the second goal that Ali scored he makes a nice save but he doesn't get up fast enough. Then after that he you know the the free kick goal that Luca Digne decides not to stay in the wall that he did join into that ends up putting him into ends up putting him into trouble. They just the the wheels came off and the 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 greater thing that I I'm looking at as a fan that's just immensely frustrating is. This game was circled on the calendar for me for a reason. It's the team's finally starting to get their form. They're starting to finally work under Silva. And honestly, it didn't. It, this is nothing against Spurs is why I thought we were going to win this game. If it was Arsenal, I would have thought we were going to win this game. If it was United, I would have thought we were going to win this game. If it was Chelsea, I would have thought we were going to win this game. This seemed like the game. This was going to be the one where we were going to finally beat a top six side for the first time in four seasons. And again, I mean, it's it is crystal clear. My team is no better than seventh place. Yeah, I mean, and that came is up short spectacularly. And, It'd be one thing if you lost two one. Right, it was a good performance. It, I mean, the way the wheels came off was absolutely ridiculous. I, it's um, I it's do a have full to, blown kick in the nuts. It's yeah, just, I do have to give a shout out and show some respect though um, for your uh, uh, charitable attitude um, around Christmas and shipping six goals to Spurs. Probably at least three of those players have goal bonuses written in their contract, so they have a little extra coin there for. For the holiday. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate you kicking a man while he's down. Um, but the, to to the greater cause, there's it's it's clear there is a top six, even as bad as United is. Yeah. But United's clearly going to rebound as we saw this weekend. Then there are two. It's Everton and Leicester who are Jekyll and Hyde, and you have no idea who's going to be on the pitch at any one time. And then there's the rest of the league. Yeah, I mean it's it's clear. Uh, while Everton may be may have dropped all the way back to eleventh over the weekend because Watford, Bournemouth, a few other teams won, it it's they're eventually going to end up in front of them. Yeah, they'll come back. Yeah, just a, a, a incredibly aggravating game. Right. Yeah, I'm, I I would agree. If I was a fan of your team, I'd be super pissed. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Well, let's. You know what? Let's just. That's it. I'm done talking about it. Oh, so that happened. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal three, Burnley one. You won. Go ahead. Talk about your damn game. I'd say we really controlled the game throughout. Um. Except for that almost comical melee. Uh. That led to Burnley's only goal of the game. Um. With everybody having a hack at a clearance and hitting our own players, their players, whiffing at it. Um. And then it finally falling to Ashley Barnes. Looking uh, quite similar to like like your daughter's Saturday league game. Yeah, kinda. It was really, it was that was crazy. Um, but anyway, uh, other than that, um, the shining light of the game for me was the ball that Mezzodozo played to Sad Kalazanac. Oh my God, KD Lang did something. Yeah, um, and did something brilliant because I saw uh, a guy was at the game posted a video to Arsenal America's Facebook group, and um, 
and he's sitting in, like right behind where Ozil delivered that ball from, and he was on his cell phone video uh, as it was happening. And knowing that it was going to happen, I couldn't even see how he saw that that run was being made. And I knew it was coming. I'd already seen it. This is after the fact. It was absolutely brilliant and uh, led to our opening goal. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang again uh, back on top of the scoring charts uh, after his brace. And Dom. that is why Mesut Ozil is a world-class player. Absolutely. The problem is the inconsistency <laughs> and the, the lack of defense. You know, he, he provides this excellent cutting quality on the offensive end, but is the biggest liability in the world defensively. It just, he, but he's been sitting on the bench, you know. It's just like it, it, he he's. I don't think he's going to be a right fit for this side. Ultimately, I think ultimately he's, he's, he's going to move on to Alexis Sanchez. Kind of, yeah, I would agree with that. With the ego and yep. you know some of the other things that goes on, the Fortnite injury yep. to his back. I I'm forgive me, I'm forgetting. He does. He, does he, he shows a complete lack of interest. A lot absolutely. Of what it's, What's it's the really stupid game that he's found interested in? Uh, that he's playing all the time. Fortnite. I just said Fortnite. It. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Don't mind me. Don't even, I don't. Right. I don't always pay attention to you because sorry, when you start talking, when you start talking about Arsenal, it's like why Why bother listening to you? Because you're just going to ramble on incoherently for like a half an hour. Kind of so like you just did about turn, Everton's I, loss. I turn <laughs> by four off. goals. You so, normally gloss so these over. You, you could also say the name Jurgen Klopp, and I'll go for 20 minutes so rob <laughs> yes yeah, you're right and i'm going to ignore that you are absolutely right um mesut Ozil is a world-class player of fortnite <laughs> fair enough um so His twitch is blowing up bro check him out <laughs> so uh sammy i'm actually gonna throw this over to rob since uh just get a different uh gooner's uh opinion of everything uh, how I what see you, how it is. Well, this is like when your cousin shows up and your grandparents are more interested in them because they don't live here. He's <laughs> he's he's. I'm just kidding. Go he's ahead. far more handsome than you. Um, he's got the beard and the. I, he's he's like a mini Giroud man. He kind of has that look to oh, him. Doesn't okay, he? that I'll give you that. He does have a meaty forehead too. So, um, <laughs> Emery, Emery, so far, what do Good. you what do you think of uh, Emery so far? Uh, I love him. He's uh. He reminds me. What I what, what's the guy's name from uh, Mr. Deeds? Uh, the butler. Oh, the butler. The yeah, butler yeah, yeah, yeah. The butler. Very, very sneaky, sir. I can't very, help very but sneaky. look at him and hear that he every has single worse time. Teeth, though. The it, butler like, has much better teeth. His voice annoys me too, but <laughs> um, maybe, maybe after a couple of years in England, he'll be, get better English. Doubtful, but and, and but the, I like his I like his tactics. Uh, only thing I, I have questions, but it's also because I think of the players that he has to use. I would not have been starting Alex Wobey for as long as he has given the alternative when he gets subbed out for Lacazette or in the class that he brings constantly. I, I, that's the one question mark I've always had with him and his decision-making as far as the team's concerned. Um, and the, the, the side as a whole, um, exceeding expectations from what you thought it was going to be this year or um, about where you expected well, them to be? Yeah, I mean, 23, was it 23 games unbeaten? Mm-hmm. I would have. Uh, ne- I think we lost on the 23rd. So on I think the 20, it was 20, yeah, so 22, yeah, I think it was 22 unbeaten. I would have never put us in that situation this no year. No way. Not, not this first year. Uh, <clears throat> I was expecting more along lines of a season like Everton's having. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a dig. Rob uh, yeah, brought his shovel. That's a, that's a dig. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm very pleased so far with what what I'm seeing. 
Um, one of the things that uh, Sam and I have talked about kind of on a constant basis about Arsenal is some of these games where, like, um, where you beat us 2-0. It was the entire match was all Everton. Right. And then you had five minutes, you guys scored two goals, and you won. Um, under Wenger, that's not the way matches went. Or no, like we would have drawn tying, you guys or right. lost to you 1-0. Tying Palace 1-1, it's yep. like, oh, that was an ugly game. God, I wish we had done better. But yep. under Wenger the last couple of years, that would have been a one nothing loss. Right. Like it's uh, It's been interesting to see how the team has kind of morphed into – all right, we respect what, what we what we were, where we came from, and what Wenger meant to us. But we're going in a new direction now. It seems that to be killer working. instinct. Yeah, I, yeah. Like it, they, I don't think uh, we Arsenal have never signed Lucas Torreira if Arsene Wenger was still at the helm. I don't think yeah, he fits not. anything close to what he would have signed. That's an that was going to lead me in my next question. What do you think? Of the angry little Uruguayan, a little pit bull man. I love him. Awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, I Sam, took a screenshot of his half naked body so on two knees on the pitch after he scored against Tottenham, and I made that my background pa- wallpaper for my phone. <laughs> <laughs> a half naked Uruguayan on hey, my phone. Yeah, is and, <laughs> that's and, brilliant. And Rob, we've talked about this a little bit before, and I've and, and I've been talking with Sam about it a ton on the show. Is um you guys needing someone that was just a good proper prick like a a good go get them mean kind of you guys just didn't seem to have balls right you you played really attractive football it was really good but there was just something missing and Terrera has added that just oh yeah f you kind of attitude it's a, it's got to be very yep. fun to see as a as and a that's fan. that's what we were saying before on the show again when when we got linked with him in the summer it was i never heard of this kid ever and then I'll, he's from where? And what position does he play? Yeah. Uruguay, defensive midfield. Sign him. I'll, yeah. Five million a year. I don't care who he is. Sign him. Well, I'm in. Well, especially because we had just saw Uruguay in the World Cup. And what does yeah. Uruguay do? They play good, proper, mean as yeah, hell. But I, football. I still didn't even know him. I still didn't know who he was. I wasn't looking out for him or paying much attention to him. Right. It just all of a sudden, it was like, wait, hold on. We have a chance to get a defensive midfielder from Uruguay. And he doesn't have a police record? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> yes. Mean, I'm in. Sign you, me up. You mean he doesn't... He doesn't bite people. I was going to say bite people while <laughs> while using racial slurs? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's nice. That's How about I that? I forgot about that. That's Luis Suarez, by the way. That, everybody. my friend, would be a dick. <laughs> in this week's... Oh, so that happened. Bournemouth 2, Brighton 0. Southampton 3, Huddersfield 1, Watford 2, West Ham 0, Newcastle 0, Fulham 0, Man U 5, Cardiff City 1. Sammy, let's start at the uh, top. Um, Shame on me for not remembering the Cherries were at home, and the Cherries did what the Cherries do, win at home. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for Go Hard Weekend, you normally get the foreigners who are not used to playing over the uh, Christmas period, getting all the reds and cards and suspensions to be off for Boxing Day uh, and have an extra day off. Um, But it turned out to be Lewis Dunk uh, decided to be that guy this year um, and promptly got himself sent off for a very cynical foul, uh, pretty close to midfield, which is a little bit ridiculous and out of character for him. Yeah, and, and right on time for Shane Duffy to come back so that they could be yeah. back to having that formidable back two, which really is shores up their th- defense. Yeah, it really. Th- that makes is them the a- backbone of that squad yep. is those two guys, and then Murray scoring goals. 
and then Knockhart doing a little bit of creativity, but that's pretty much the squad. And yeah, he goes ahead and gets sent out for three games, yeah. which is going to hurt them. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Will. Uh, a bit of a falling back to the pack for those guys. Yeah, I mean, you were always going to see that. They don't score a ton of goals, despite how well Glenn Murray has done this season. Um, and he, since his you know little injury he had, I believe it was to his shoulder, um, hasn't looked the same player for the last two or three games now. So uh, the ter- so hopefully you know he he can fix that. So the uh, Terriers are uh, apparently having the Zaha effect, except for it's called the Moy effect. If they don't have him, apparently they can't do a damn thing. Despite the new manager bump, they are in trouble. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Moy is their most creative player, period. Um, Philip Billing is probably the guy that scored the goal. Yeah, it was. what a hit it was. It was. You know what it was? What was it? It was another opportunity of shoot. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's never, it never happens, and we all of a sudden get two in two weeks. <laughs> two in two weeks. That's the crazy. guy from way, way far away goes, shoot. Yeah, and, and then he bangs one. Um, he also, the goalkeeper started to go in the direction the ball was going, and the, the whip on the thing. The, the movement on the ball just completely wrong-footed him, and it, even though it was fairly central, went right in the back of the net. It was great. Oh, um, on to uh, Watford and West Ham. Uh, 2-0 the scoreline, but that could have been easily 3-2, to 4-4. Four to four. I mean, both both teams had their chances. Both teams were putting them off the pipe. Um, Fabianski had himself a, nice, a couple of nice little saves. Ben Foster, Wow. To think what a difference maker he has become for this Watford oh, yeah. side. So I'll, I'll read you exactly what I wrote, my, my one uh, one or two sentences. This game could have been six six to five with the amount of chances. Uh, ben Foster was at his very best and put in a vintage performance, and West Ham were a bit unlucky. Yeah. that's And we didn't compare notes beforehand. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's exactly it was, what it was. I mean, I picked that game to be a 3-3 draw. I think you picked that game to be a, a 3-2 win for uh, West Ham. It's like... I just that didn't surprise me at all. It's for being two nil. Most people would see a two nil game and think, "Oh, yeah, that was like a big." They kind of ran away with it. No, that was it. Was a really great back and forth. Oh game. yeah, it was a lot of fun though. No, oh. um, going into Newcastle Fulham nil nil. So uh, Sammy Festivus Miracle uh, Fulham gets a uh, shutout. <laughs> a clean sheet. Yeah, <laughs> their first one of the season. Yeah, they uh, they passed their. Uh, uh, feet of strength a lot better than Everton did. Yeah, thanks. Um, it was it was end to end stuff. Uh, both teams actually did go after it, but they both lacked the necessary quality to break the deadlock. Um, it was positive though. Again, like you say, for Fulham to keep the clean sheet, uh, it's, I think that's something they can build on. Newcastle not the best at scoring goals, but um, in the last two three weeks, Solomon Rondon uh, and Iosi Perez have really turned the style on a bit, uh, and Newcastle's grinded out some results. Um, and scored a few goals. So, for, for them, it, you know, it was nice. Uh, sad to see uh, Mitrovic not get on the score sheet because especially Newcastle, former uh, the players. The he got yeah. kind of hard done uh-huh. by Newcastle. But former players against Newcastle typically fare pretty well um, in recent memory. And uh, it was a shame to not see him get on the score sheet because I would have loved to him to just walked over and pulled his pants down in front of uh, Rafa. <laughs> just but, be like, haha. Yeah, because he's I, a quality forward and Rafa shunned him for no reason. I, 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 don't, I, don't, it's I gave this a little bit of a deeper look and we'll move on after this. Is uh, Newcastle really had the better of opportunities. They had a couple of legitimate penalty um, opportunities too. So when we say, you know, hey, Fulham, good job on getting the shutout, it's like, yeah, good job on getting the shutout because it's a game you probably shouldn't have won. 
like Newcastle had the better chances. They put one off the pipe. Like I said, there was definitely two um, potential um, uh, two potential penalty opportunities. And I'm also just loving the fact that you can't drink whiskey because I just saw you make that like, oh burped. my God, I'm going to throw up in my mouth face. I just you know? burped and tried to keep it quiet. Thanks. All right. So well, you know what? If I screw up on a word, you immediately pop in with your two cents. So I'm going to go ahead and make fun of you when you look like you're about to throw up in your mouth. Um, so let's move on to the next game. It's a bitter loser. Is I know. Tell is, me about it. Is Man U back? Five yeah. to one. I mean, this is what happened. You know what happens when you get let out of jail. Typically, you go do you know get some drinks. Depending what you were in for, you might do some drugs. Go find a woman. You know, that's you, what United was doing. Are you telling me strippers and blow? Strippers and blow, man. It all <laughs> comes back to strippers and blow. And blow. Um, um, the, no, this so was their Ole Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is one of the nicest guys in football. And you could see just the players in general, their attitude was totally different. They were allowed to go forward. You know, they were allowed to play. I don't even think he did anything. He would have done what you or I did. He walked in and said, hey, Pogba, you're a World Cup winner, right? Yeah, I won the World Cup. Uh, Je suis winner de World Cup. Okay, good. Um <laughs> The rest of you know what you're doing, right? Marcus Rashford, Martial, you guys have been to the later stages of the World Cup, right? You, you guys have sounded more American doing that. <laughs> you guys, uh, I don't even eat French fries anymore, bro. You, um, <laughs> you, uh, you guys have been to the later stages of the World Cup. You have this experience. You're good players. You're technically gifted players. Um, go play football and have fun doing it. Oh, and by the way, defenders, you're not the worst people in the world. I actually particularly like you. And then you get this. You get a team that is good, that deserves to be uh, uh, higher than they're at, a, a team that deserves the ability to go forward and play with respect. The league is better when Manchester United is good. The Champions League is better when Manchester United moves on. Football in general is better. This is the biggest and most storied club in the world. Um, and... The way Jose uh, disrespected that fan base and disrespected that club is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I hate their guts, but it's true. You know, if Real Madrid, you know, got relegated, or if Real, if something bad happened to Real Madrid, the world would be a worse place. Football would be worse for that. So you'd like to see Manchester United do well. This was their first five goal performance since Sir Alex uh, left the club and retired. Yeah, because Louis Van Gaal only liked to play left to right. David Moyes didn't All even defense. know what he was doing. Yeah, um, Giggs, Giggs was in right, there for well, a Ryan long. Giggs was in there for like four games. Um, so he sucks too. Okay, so so <laughs> look at Wales now; they can't get a win. So Jose's gone, and uh, Rob want you to chime in here too. Now, now that's all that needs to be said. <laughs> um. <laughs> Now what? I mean, I, I have my opinions on what I think needs to happen with uh, Manchester United. I mean, I've got a bunch of bunch of friends of mine who are uh, mentally ill that um, like Manchester United. I talked to a few of them this week, and I told them, I said, this now is a perfect opportunity for you to just start rooting for another club, but they didn't listen to me. But, uh, you know, Sam, Rob, what are your thoughts now that Jose's gone? What, what do you see happening with this team? Why are you asking people if they want to root for the same club 
they're higher on the table than you do. do you I didn't that? say. Do, well, <laughs> do you, you didn't. You didn't, you didn't listen to. You didn't listen to my <laughs> words. I didn't say you start rooting for my team. If you truly hate yourself, you start rooting for my team. There was. I just told them to start rooting for. There was. I just said another team. There was eight goals in our game. Ours is more exciting. And because I'm best friends with Houston, as soon as I heard hookers and blow. And Jose Mourinho. Hey! Rhymes, you know? Yeah. He did get $22 million. <laughs> or a million pound, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. For, As for a nice little fired. Christmas gift. Honestly, I don't know where they should go. It's, uh... They've, they've made it clear that they're gonna, not going to do anything this season. Uh, which I also found odd because we were talking about... I think the three of us were talking about the stretch of games they're on right now. They have, like, a good five or six games that they're not playing... They're all lower half Top teams. six. You yeah, know, they're, they're all lower they're, half they're, teams. They have semi-easy run at it for the next six games. So I thought that was a good good thing for the transition, but you would also think they would want to get somebody they want in there. Um, now, I, don't, but... I don't mind them taking their time um, because I think at the end of the year, there's going to be a little bit of shuffling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think PSG is going to win the Champions League, so you might have Tuchel available. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think... Um. Uh, no, I mean, I do think Juventus is going to win the Italian League. I don't think they'll win the Champions League. Right. But you have Massimiliano Allegri uh, potentially available. You have Diego Simeone potentially available um, with an offer that Manchester United could put together, uh, potentially. Now, two of those three people are very defensive-minded coaches. Um, you also have Zizou available. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that's being most strongly linked. He's the most forward-thinking uh, and, I mean, he didn't win a uh, Spanish league title, I don't believe, while he was with Madrid, but he did win three Champions Leagues success, uh, in succession. What about what about Pochettino as well? You also have Pochettino, yeah. I think he... Um, he just I don't didn't think he's sign a five-year deal. I know. I don't think he's going to go because uh, I don't think he'll... I think he'll want to try to see the project out, but I also, at the end of the day, think that he would be um, a Real Madrid kind of... You know, long, long term being relative, four mm-hmm. or five year kind of appointment. Like they would keep him for a few seasons uh, if he chose to go there at some point. Well, I'm wondering if the the reason why they made the appointment they made is because maybe honestly this team needs a hug. They, yeah, like, I know. They, they, to that, they should be lining up a move for Kurt Zuma and Jordan Pickford. Brow beaten, brow beaten by by uh, you know everything Just that Mourinho would angry, do and like. Portuguese man they like, don't he, literally the Grinch of football and and the other thing too is I think they need someone you know a good steward of the club as they've hired to remind them they're Manchester effing United yeah like remember the badge you're wearing remember who you are yeah exactly. and then the hodgepodge of players that Mourinho bought on like I I, I love Rom like I, I I really love Rom as a player He's not the guy that he doesn't fit their lineup at all. No, he he doesn't like. He's now being linked to uh, Juventus. In fact, in in January is is one of the latest rumors coming yeah, around on him. There, he's cup tied. Yeah, and United's not going to be able to cash in. Right, him. he's not going to go. But but that's like he. There's going to be a lot of changes in the summer with United, and it's probably best to just. See out the rest of the season. You're good enough to finish in sixth. You'll get to European. You know, you'll you'll get to play in Europe. It's not Champions League, but you'll get to play in Europe. Yep. Focus on the Champions League. Give give PSG the best effort you got, and just kind of 
be reminded of who you are as a team. Like yeah. just kind of, they just, they need it. They need, like I said, they need a hug. They need someone to put I an heard, arm around them and I say, you a, can be better. I heard a pretty funny joke <laughs> about Mourinho. Okay. So what's the difference between the Grinch and Jose Mourinho? What? The Grinch at least smiles the other 364 days a year. <laughs> that was pretty good. And I heard that on the radio earlier today. Now it's time to tell you what little we know. Sammy, it is prediction time. So, I think uh, I picked up a game on you this week. Yeah, yeah, you did. But you also had an exceptionally mediocre week as you went 5-5. Five and, and five. you went 4-6. So and I, I went 4-6. That's all that matters. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. And I have a better overall record than you do. For and now. that's ultimately all that For matters. Now. You know when how many you teams crash and burn during the holiday? Lord, when you Come do on. three shots of Malort in one show. I already saw how you handled one. Three, I'm gonna have the um, we're gonna have the trash can next to you again, and we're gonna record you. My tolerance isn't as built up because Arsenal's a good team. So, um, you are now 89 and 71, and I am 94 and 68, which is a lot better than you are. And you would have lost a lot of money yesterday with Big Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? You're still winning money with me. You're not going to always have a great week, but you're you're going to keep winning with me. So let's get into it. We have got uh, double duty for this next week, Sam. We've got uh, uh, two games for each team, including uh, the Boxing Day holiday. Yeah. Yeah. So um, One of the greatest days of the year. Yep. So after uh, Christmas in England, they celebrate Boxing Day and all the professional Which teams. is actually a terrible holiday. Yeah, you know what it is? Yeah, they give yeah. their all the servants noble, presents. Yeah, all the well, no, they, all the noble they do, but it's not they don't buy it. Um, so it's all the noble people that exchange gifts amongst themselves, all the lords and ladies. Then took you know accepted graciously from their friends. Then what they don't want, they rebox. They take it on Boxing Day and then give it to their servants. <laughs> regifting, yeah, <laughs> it's basically day. regifting day. <laughs> Sticking with the Festivus theme and uh, and Seinfeld, yeah, it's a it's regifting day. Fabulous. So all in in England, all the teams play on that day, and so uh, well with this today this week, there's an exception. There'll be one game on the day after that, but on a Thursday, almost yeah. everybody else plays at that time. Uh, so first off, we have. Um, let's see here. We've got Wolverhampton going to Fulham. I'm going to take uh, Wolves two to one. Yeah, three one wolves. Uh, Everton go to Burnley. Uh, tough place for Everton to play, but I'm going to go ahead and still say two to one to Everton. I have one nil, but after today, I want to change it, but I'm not going to out of respect for you. All right. Um, Cardiff head to Palace. I'm going to go one nil to Palace in an exceptionally ugly game. We got two one and same thing. Uh, Manchester City uh, head on out to the King Power to play Leicester. Uh, I'm going to go two nil City despite this week's performance. I think their woes continue two one Leicester. Ooh, uh, Newcastle go to Liverpool easy three one win for the Reds. Four one. Four one. To the Reds. Uh, Hutters- never walk alone. Huddersfield. Yeah, piss off! I hate that song. Um, <laughs> Huddersfield travel to Manchester United. 4-0 um, to Man U. The goals keep a coming. I have 4-0 also, and uh, don't be surprised if Alexis Sanchez is past fit here soon. Oh, yeah, he's suddenly healthy <laughs> yeah. and good to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Cherries uh, head to the Spurs. 2-0 uh, Tottenham, even though after today I want to say 5-0 Tottenham, but 2-0 Tottenham. I've got 3-0, but I do want to uh, make a note that they're still not in the new stadium, so um, the Cherries are going to Wembley. 
uh, still. Okay. Which is not the permanent home okay, of Tottenham. Okay, so head to Tottenham. I just, they still can't sort out the Tottenham's home stadium. Game. Okay, I get it. That's a dig. Um, so we have a... Everybody uh, else got to have a we dig have a, today. We have a noon game. Oh, you've laid enough digs already. Thank you very much, jackass. Um, the noon game has the uh, Gunners heading to Brighton. And I'm going to go 2-1 to one Gunners in a tougher match than it should be. I've got 3-1, to one, um, and for the most part, the same thing. Um mm. I think we'll be fine though. It's a game you should win, yeah, and I think, I think you we'll will like win. But you're gonna there's there's gonna be like some gaff where you go. Ugh. Rob's holding his hands up. He says What's four nil to the Gunners. Four nil yeah, to the Gunners. I'd like that. Very good. I um, get behind that. And then there's gonna be the extra late afternoon game, um, which has a London derby as Chelsea head to Watford. I see this being lively, and I'm gonna take a two-two draw. Ooh, that's tough. I got two one Chelsea win. They bounce back. Uh, but lively and fun to watch. This will be one of the games of the day. So the uh, the final game of the Boxing Day holiday will have um, the next day on Thursday having uh, West Ham heading to Southampton. I'm going to go 2-1 to one the Hammers despite their recent loss. I've got 2-1 Southampton continuing the new manager their fine pump. form. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So the weekend, we head into the weekend and they spare us a midday game. I mean, a uh, an early uh, match so we can drink a lot and wake up later. Um, But we do have five midday matches. First one has Everton heading to Brighton, and only because uh, Brighton's now missing some pieces in the defense. I'm going to go 2-0 to Everton. Otherwise, I would have said uh, 1-0 to Everton. I've got 2-1 because Brighton is good on set pieces. So, um, What happened the last time we played them? Yeah, and y'all are bad at set pieces. (laughs) All right. Huddersfield goes to Fulham. I'm going to go 3-1 Fulham simply because Huddersfield doesn't have Moy, and they're in real trouble. I have one nil to Fulham because they're so wasteful. Uh, Cardiff heads to Leicester. I'm going to go one nil Foxes, even though I wouldn't be surprised if Cardiff won for no good reason because of how mediocre or off and on Leicester, Leicester has been. Be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've got three nil Leicester because Cardiff are garbage. But now that you say that, you might be right on that one. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Wolverhampton at Spurs. I'm going to go two one Spurs. Uh, two nil Spurs. Uh, Newcastle head to Watford. Uh, Watford keeps rolling. Two nil. Got two one. And then our final day of the game is a huge one as the Gunners. Yeah, it's the thigh rubber of the weekend. Gunners head to Anfield to face top side Liverpool. Reds are going to get caught looking forward to their next game. Three two one Gunners. Ooh, you have more faith in my boys than I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if our defensive uh, injuries and frailties continue, uh, I have an issue um, potentially uh, three. Uh, I'm sorry, not three. I have two one to Liverpool, but that could very easily become a draw again. Robbie, how do you think you guys are going to do against uh, Liverpool? Uh, three two win. Three two win. See, you actually like your team. Sam doesn't. I like my team I too, but I got to make some ground up. If if you. Sam, Sam, if you uh, lose, then uh, I mean, if you win, I want you to take a shot of Malort just for making your team picking your team to lose. Yeah, I think we're good enough. With, I think we're good enough with, too. With, I just worry about know. the defense. All right, so Sunday gives us four games. Our early match is a London derby as Chelsea head to Palace. I'm going to go two two nil to Chelsea. Uh, three nil Chelsea. Uh, West Ham head to Burnley. I'm going to go 2 1 Hammers. I have 2 0 Hammers. Um, Manchester City travel to Southampton. I think where the Reds are going to look past their opponent, I think City is going to wake up, and I think they're going to win 3 1. I've got 3 0 
Oh, there. that's a city. And then the final game has the Cherries going to Man U, and I've got Man U winning 3-0, three, three continuing a just huge scoring uh three games in a row of huge scoring. Yeah. And the only reason why I give them 3-0 against the Cherries is because the Cherries are a better side than the other two that they've played. I would agree with that. I've got 3-0 also. Um, I just think, you know, being becoming a free man again after being in jail for so long, you tend to go a little nuts for a while. And I think they're going to blow the load all, all over these next four games. All right, in the latest episode of We're Too Old for This Shit, we showed it. Uh, we jumped out early to a nice lead, um, and then promptly shit the bed big time. 2-0 two, two lead, and then uh, then promptly had six unanswered. <laughs> Lost 6-2. to two. Yeah, um, I, I will good. say I will say I was pretty disappointed with the referee on uh, goal number six. Clearly, the guy did his Maradona hand of God, knocked the yeah. ball down into the net. And, he did uh, his best. Ike Turner slapped yeah, it in the back of the yeah, net. The referee, the referee <laughs> was, was actually turned around looking and talking to people on the sidelines when it happened. Yeah. And I went, that was a handball. And he goes, well, I didn't see it. I go, yes, because you weren't <laughs> Maybe looking you watch at the, the field. Game. Like, damn. Yeah. So eh, it just you. kills me. So well, that is um, what it is. What are you gonna do, uh, boys and girls? Thank you so much again for joining us, Sammy. Any parting words? Uh, yeah, I do. I want to quickly uh, talk about being festivus. I want to talk about our three uh, to limit the time. Uh, our three biggest grievances we have from the first uh, half of the season. <laughs> so right. I'll quickly go through mine. Uh, my biggest grievance was Jose trying to shackle Manchester United because uh, that's really annoying. Um, two would be Tottenham's start to the season despite all of the shit that we gave them for not signing anyone. And my third grievance uh, would be the injuries to Arsenal's defense uh, all at the same time. All right, my, my, my first grievance is simply because I'm an Everton fan. I hate the fact that Liverpool's at the top of the table. Um, my second grievance, because I'm an Everton fan, I'm uh, not happy with the fact that Everton's not playing to the ability that they should. And my third and final grievance would be that jack-off Jurgen Klopp running onto the pitch getting charged by the FA, and basically being fined $2 by the FA. Again, if Malort could talk, <laughs> uh, as, you sound as bitter as that tastes. Thanks. Robbie, do you have a uh, particular <laughs> grievance you'd like to air so far this season? Yeah, mine would be uh, Arsenal starting the season off against City and Chelsea because I think <laughs> Fair uh, enough. if we would have had uh, two different teams to start the season off with, that 22-game streak would have been a, l- a little bit longer. That was actually something we brought up uh, after the streak came to an end. I yeah. said to Sam, what if yep. you didn't have to We'd open right with those two teams? We'd be right up there. So, uh, Robbie, thank you very much was for joining us, man. I, I just told him to give us one. Oh, j- oh okay. Yeah. No, I, uh, again, Someti- I wasn't paying I'm not cool enough for three. I'm, <laughs> I'm driving the bus. You allow me to drive the bus and just know we're doing what we do. So you in know? this podcast, Sam's the Uber driver, and I'm the drunk passenger in the back that only catches every third word. <laughs> yes, that's kind of how. <laughs> that is, that is uh, I'm the one sleeping. 
That's exactly what you are. I appreciate that's that's fantastic, Rob. We we bring our friend, our first guest host, to the show, and what does he do? He goes, "Yeah, yeah, I just slept through your entire show, Jack Offs. You're not entertaining." Uh, With that being said, Robbie, thank you so much for joining us, man. I hope you had a good time. Uh, You get a good nap in. I'm good. Yeah, (laughs) refreshed. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. For Sam Graham, this is Sam Houston. Programming note, uh, we are going to be recording on Sunday again to have the episode up before New Year's Eve. And also look out for a bonus episode. We are going to do an FA Cup show. Uh, FA Cup special, the, the best weekend of the year. It is. Kids, if you like March Madness, the first day, the first two days of March Madness, if you like the first weekend of NFL playoff football, the FA Cup is just like that. It is absolutely fantastic. Oh, it's a joy. It's so much fun. So till next week, everybody, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and we'll see you soon. Merry Christmas, guys. Happy Boxing Day, and enjoy the football. day for our festivals. festivals for the rest of us. This the place to hate. Let them wait, let them wait, let them wait. It doesn't show signs of stopping. I bought some caps for popping. Aluminum poles aglow. Let them know, let them know, let them know. With the feet of strength at hand. Stop crying, fight your old man. So go and drink another beer. Tis the best time of the year. It's a lovely day for festivals. Festivals for the rest of us. Gather your family round. Cut them down, cut them down, cut them down. There's no need for decorating. Pencils too distracting. All you need is a metal pole. Cleanse your soul, cleanse your soul, cleanse your soul. With the feet of strength at hand, stop crying, fight your old man. So go and drink another beer. Just the best time of the year. What a lovely day for festivals. Festivals for the rest of us. So gather your family round. Stencils too distracting. All you need is a metal pole. Cleanse your soul, cleanse your soul, cleanse your soul. With the feet of strength at hand. Stop crying, fight your old man. Go and drink another beer. But it was only 25 cents.